0: Чик, да.
1: Welcome to episode 130 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I am your host, Mike Mason, and you found the show where I get to know the creators of certified and bona fide Good Stuff for Kids and Families. And what you just heard is a clip of a song called Chick, Chick, Chicken from today's guest, Marky Monday. And my kids love that song because it's awesome and fun, and about chickens because chickens are great. Uh, Marky Monday reached out to me. I had a blast talking to him. You're going to love hearing from him and getting to know what he's all about and what what Dreamland means to Marky Monday. Uh, I'm not going to waste too much time. I want to get to this episode. There are two full songs at the end. There is Chick Chick Chicken in its entirety and the song Superheroes from Marky Monday's album, Marky Monday Adventures in Dreamland. So with that being said, I want to tell you that you can Email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. You can find me on social media, at goodstuffpod.com. No, 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 at goodstuffpod. Just goodstuffpod for the social media. It's very complicated. I confuse myself. Anyhow, that's not important. It's almost the summer. It's almost Memorial Day. We will be coming at you with another episode this week. And when I say we, I mean me. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today is Marky Monday. Let's get into his world because it is awesome. You're going to love this talk. Thanks for listening. Talk to you at the end of the show. It's it's the best. It's going to be the best to uh, welcome my new buddy, Marky Monday, to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you, Marky?
0: Hey, excellent. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great.
1: Thank you for uh, thank you for reaching out to me. First of all, I'm making the time, and we have a lot to talk about, um, like in a variety of different ways. Because the Marky Monday project is a big is a big project. So let's start. Let's let's go back in time a little bit, if we can, and just sort of. Where where is Marky Monday coming from? Where are you? You know, you're not next to me here. We're we're like basically across the world from each other, sort of. But uh, t- give us a little background.
0: Yeah, well, I'm in Canada here. Um I started performing for kids maybe about five years ago. But I originally was in a punk band, and uh, we we would tour across Canada and stuff like that. And I've been playing in bands for about 20 years. But I I Playing at one in the morning wasn't <laughs> exactly cut in it. Uh, but I, I get so much satisfaction out of performing for kids. And it was just always a natural fit. And naturally, I write songs that are pretty quirky and weird. And um, I, and kids just naturally gravitate towards it. And, and I love putting positive spins on things and positive messages. And, and I really feel strongly about... If, if kids have a positive influence and something to look forward to and sing along to that's that's really great with a universal language like music, then we can have a great world, especially as they're growing up. Okay, and so, so, yeah. I was going to say, I always looked up to Fred Penner, Sharon Lewis and Bram and, uh, and, and all those kinds of performers like Mr. Dress Up. And, and I just feel like uh, I've always wanted to be a part of that. I, and those are my influences and role models. And I've always uh, desired to fill that gap because I feel like we don't have that so much anymore. Okay. Well, we're, so we're going to break all that down into
1: sort of little tiny pieces. So tell me about your punk band that toured across Canada. What was that called?
0: Oh, that was called the Heat Scores. The Heat so, Scores.
1: So do you know, I, I think we may be around the same age. I may be slightly older, I feel, but like, so I grew up in Buffalo, as we talked about, and I listened to a lot of like 102.1. The Is that 102.1, the edge at yep. the corner of Blur and Bathurst? So like, were you into like so b- by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know uh, Canadian indie rock, like this may be a good time to, I don't know, take a sip of coffee. But like, so bands that I grew up loving were um, the Gandarvas. Mm-hmm. Um, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I
1: mean, Pure. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing anything, but the one that still is that I still think is awesome is Sloan.
0: Yeah, they think... they're touring in theaters and things like that too, and they come to to Richmond Hill where I'm at uh-huh. right now. Cool. Yeah. All right.
1: Sloan's so yeah. sounds great. Yeah, they write big, big hooks. But OK, so thank you. OK, everybody, we're back. We're back on back on point with Marky Monday. OK, so you told me a little bit about your influences and you have a record out and it came out not too long ago, I think. Right. Adventures yeah, in Dream.
0: October 2017. Okay, yeah. So we're just
1: a few months removed. And I would say that this is a concept album. Would you agree with that?
0: it's It's a musical for kids. like it's a whole story. It's an hour and ten minutes long with with talking and a, and everything going on where kids learn about respecting others, the importance of honesty, diversity, friendships, strong bonds, but also through comedy and rock music. Uh-huh.
1: So did you have musical writing experience before you did this?
0: Uh, musicals per se, like children's musicals? Yeah. No I, I, I just do everything. Even though I've never done it before, I just do it. And then if I have questions, I I kind of figure out the answers. Like with this one, it's I'm playing multiple characters all at the same time. So <clears throat> when this concept album, <clears throat> sorry, when it's performed on stage, I perform all characters at the same time. So on Saturday, April 14th, here in Richmond Hill, I'll be performing this rock musical where I'm Marky Monday. But then I'm interacting with all the other characters, and they're on a video screen because I own a recording facility where I produce uh, audio and video professionally. Oh, cool. So I was able to make this whole album, yeah. Just well, like this.
1: Okay, so, okay, so we're 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 skipping a bit, skipping around a bit, but this is good because it all adds up to the big picture of Marky Monday and Adventures in Dreamland, the musical. Um, so you who are the characters who are the characters that we should be looking out for when we when we listen to the record and when we go see the show
0: oh there's well there so along the way you've got Marky Monday he runs into the giant banana uh-huh obviously and, right obviously obviously <laughs> at, the, at the ice cream store so there's ice cream <laughs> store guy and then uh they go on an adventure to meet the owner of Dreamland Mooner McTickles uh- <laughs> and as they're going to meet him they come across chick chick chicken uh-huh and some ugly fish. Their names are <laughs> and because they're <laughs> ugly. And then you, and they they go and they finally meet Mooner McTickles. And there's a wicked old witch. And really, the concept is that uh, things are not always as they appear to be. The characters are scared of the wicked old witch, but she ends up being the good person, the good-hearted person that saves the day from the owner of Dreamland, Mooner McTickles, who was really evil all along. But he says that he's a good person, but he's really brainwashing everybody. Right. So we should say plot twists galore
1: slash spoiler alerts for those of you going <laughs> to see to see the show. Okay. Um, so which of those characters are the ones that you play or do you play almost I all play- of them? All- you I play, play along, all. so you're, and then when you're, so this is happening. Has it been performed before April fourteenth, or this is a the first?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's an ongoing performance. Like Got I it. perform in schools, in theaters, cool. um, all all over the place. Yes, and because it's it's already self contained, it's. It's, uh, it's already created. So all I do is go to these places and there's a video screen and I'm interacting with it. Right. So you're, you are essentially, even though there are all of these
1: characters and it's a big show, you, you are the person. There's, there's not like a band that's with you or things like that. It's, it's you and you alone making it happen.
0: Yeah. So when you listen to the album, I'm playing all the instruments, playing absolutely 100% everything produced it. But then uh, when it's live, I'm playing guitar and singing mm-hmm. while the backing tracks are going. So even though I was playing it live, I'm just playing the one instrument. Got it.
1: Cool. So how long did it take you to, to write this, this whole musical? About a year took you a year. From do you, okay. So this is one of my favorite things to ask. Do you remember where you are or what you were doing when the idea like hit you like a bolt of lightning?
0: I remember actually one one specific moment. Leia for for about four years I've been performing at festivals as Mad Hatter, uh-huh. so D- Disney's character, right? right, the Mad Hatter. But I. In order to do that, somebody just asked me, can you perform for kids? And I said, I've never done that before. I've always performed for adults, but yeah, I'll give it a shot. They're like, yeah, I think you'd be good at it. So I, I, they asked me to be Mad Hatter, and every year they asked me to come back. And I was like, okay, I have to do a half-hour performance for kids. What am I going to do? So I just started writing songs. And as I was writing the songs, then um, one day just – a band that I was in, I was in a funk band playing drums and they posted on a Monday, the bass player posted, uh, it's Marky Mondays. And, put a picture <laughs> it. and I was like, Oh man, That's I love it. that name. So then I, so then I saw that name and I said, Hey, do you mind if I take that name? Because then I started looking, okay, there's no Marky Monday.com. There's nobody posing as Marky Monday. That, that sounds good to me. And, uh, and they were sure, man, no problem. So then Marky Monday was born. I already had the original songs. I was already doing this. And then I just ran with it.
1: Okay. So now I'm looking at your website right now and I'm especially intrigued by this, uh, I wouldn't call it a costume, but I would call it your stage wear, um, the, the look that you've put together to represent Marky Monday. We've got a big old top hat, got the, uh. sort of a a brown plaid-ish kind of suit looking very sharp I should say everyone should check this out but you are like fully in it I'm looking at this one with you with your guitar and uh, there's a group of kids in front of you and you look like you've never been happier in your life so Uh A tell me a little bit about the guitar that
0: you're playing there and B like what what do you love about playing for kids wow okay two big questions so the first one the guitar's name is Nikita (laughs) obviously. (laughs) And Nikita Persa is the artist. So that's a Fender Stratocaster. Uh uh, She took it and and designed this. uh, I told her the concept that I wanted and she she put together the painting on the guitar. So the guitar came to life. This was actually before Marky Monday was born. So but as soon as that guitar was painted like that, it had a life of its own. And it just became this total other entity so that's that's Marky Monday's official guitar and if you look in the top left hand corner of that website you'll see Marky Monday a cartoon rendering of him playing that guitar uh-huh. and so that's the Marky Monday guitar her name's Nikita. Nikita and why do I love performing for kids because they're so responsive like you go you go and perform for a bunch of drunk people at a bar <laughs> they're responsive somewhat but they're also incoherent or they're they're only responsive because they're inebriated. But with kids, they're so pure and so natural and they sing along and they're having a good time because they're having a good time on their own without any influences. And I love that. I love that. Yeah, um, I I hear that. I would say having
1: three of my own, they're like inebriated but by something else that is like (laughs) self-created, that like the uninhibited joy, right? Like that's – what it is and if and it sounds like what you do is you give them a chance to let that out and express it um so okay so we are skipping around a little bit but I'm just thinking of things and and like so you know it's you and me right like no big deal if we're we're not having a linear exactly kind of conversation but you mentioned when you were writing the musical that if you had questions you would sort of figure out the answers which I think is in, is a really important lesson for people, right? Like if you're a kid and you want to write something and you don't get it, like find, find someone who may have the answer or, you know, use your resources to figure things out rather than have it be handed to you. So that's one piece that I want to commend you for, for like taking the initiative. Um, The second piece is what was like one of the biggest lessons that you learned while
0: trying to put the musical together? Ooh, trying to put it together. uh there's there's a lot of things that happen over time what what i did learn about creating marky monday and creating this musical is that it it really for the first time in all my life it's used every single skill that i've been working on for the last 20 years like i own and operate a, a recording studio called pesmosis music productions which i started in 2003 and i've been developing all these skills and they've all been coming in in different facets of my life in different in different ways but this creating marky money m- made me use every single skill and every single thing to think about which which was really really great and it really feels right you know like also all the things i used to do as a kid for instance chick chick chicken has a voice <laughs> <laughs> anyone who can do that and i used to do it like and i used to try to teach people how to do it and still no one can do it it's just billaga sort Since i was a kid and and I, all a lot of things that happened in the musical were things i've been doing since i was a kid and never had a place for them and now they have a place and it's like wow things come around and it feels so good but that's a that's an amazing thing uh,
1: an amazing gift a to be able to use all of your talents and it sounds like there's quite a few like some that are a, a little less uh, sort of pronounced than being able to play guitar and and drums and things like that. but I love the idea of having sort of this like I wouldn't say it's a life culmination, but like to this point, It's like all of the things that you've loved to do, being able to put them together. I feel that way a lot about this podcast, too. It's like, I love music. I love playing music. I love talking about music. I love moving. Like I love like whatever it is. So I think that like the ability to sort of hold all of the balloon strings of the things that you're passionate about really can help you drive the project forward and make it feel joyful all the time and not like work. Would you say that's
0: accurate? Oh, yeah. I want to give you a a real practical example. Um, Because I'm interacting with pre-recorded material the whole way through, timing is very important, especially you're up on stage for an hour and 10 minutes, and there's so many lines and so much to remember. And back about three or four years ago, I created karaoke songs for a karaoke company at the studio. I did about 500 songs. And in the, in the time, in a span of about of a year and a half. And part of the job was to actually create the karaoke where on screen you see uh, the words of the song are white. And then as somebody sings them, they change color. Mm-hmm. And so there's a program that does that. And when I created this musical, I knew that the timing had to be perfect with the lines. And then it was like, whoa, wait, that karaoke program. Oh, I can use that. So... I have a teleprompter in front of Marky Monday that shows the words and then they turn orange when Marky is supposed to be speaking so that every single line is absolutely perfectly timed in those spots. Wow. That Exactly. That is
1: the most practical. Okay, so um, digression from Marky Monday for a second, but what is the best karaoke song? What is your favorite song to sing at karaoke? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't really go to karaoke. <laughs> However, uh when I do when I do attend a karaoke with some friends or whatever, we always end up singing a Pearl Jam song. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, Pearl Jam alive. Uh-huh. Uh like like anything off of the album 10 because yeah. it like from our childhood from growing up elementary school, high school. It's like yeah. all the lyrics to that whole thing and when we're together. Okay, do you have any Pearl Jam in your catalog? It's <laughs>
1: Well, so that's actually a perfect segue to something that I wanted to get into. So I personally have been um, ever since the Grammys, is it Gra- no, the Oscars, the the Academy Awards, when um, Eddie Vedder sang the Tom Petty song during the in memoriam. I've been sort of like deep diving back into Pearl Jam. So I was, you know, I I do think that we are uh, kindred spirits in a way. Like that album Ten was formative in my life, and I would say that the song Even Flow is one of my all-time favorite songs so like i've been listening to like even flow uh the song animal from uh versus the the second track on versus and uh the song breathe from the single soundtrack like kind of on repeat and one thing that i love about them and trust me this is going somewhere one thing that i love about them is those are like hyper powered riffs right so a riff and you probably can explain this more succinctly
0: than i can is oh okay well a riff is <laughs> is uh, something that's played on a guitar that uh that that uh is the the music behind uh behind what somebody's singing or or the catchy the catchy phrase like a like a well in in uh even flow right bom boom boom bom boom bum boom bom well, yeah, right. I don't know if that was really a technical definition of riff. I right. use that a lot, but
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that, that works. So, like, rather than just strumming full chords, it's a series of notes put together that drive the song, maybe. I don't Holy know. That was a way better
0: explanation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I also totally, totally put you on the spot with that one, which wasn't entirely fair on my end. But anyway, what I – the reason why that idea um, – makes it makes perfect sense to talk to you about is is The Art of the Riff. So one of the songs, if we can get specific into one of the songs, one of the songs that we were listening to just this morning and we're dancing around to in our playroom here was Big Words. And Big Words is is really riffy. And I was listening to it and I was like, this is like, I like this. You know, as like a music person who is, you know... Not you know things things that move the uh, move the needle right that that make me kind of wiggle a little bit and this is one of those songs I was like oh this is a like this is a guy who's playing riffs and I'm like listening to all these songs I'm like there's influences here that I can't entirely pick out but I want to ask about but firstly I think that the the question is for you like you go for it from a rock and roll perspective on this record and. Of course. And yeah. Of course, right? Because that's who you are, and that's what you do. What is the reaction using a song like "Big Words" as an example, which is really riffy and really rocky? Um, what's the reaction of kids in the audience to like maybe that specific song?
0: Well, kids start to uh, if they're sitting, they stand up. Uh-huh. They start jumping around. They start singing along. They start clapping. I've seen kid one kid like convulse, like he started. <laughs> Shaking like, <laughs> ah! like just, just like so much that he can handle it. It's like what am I listening to? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been watching a lot of uh, you know, inadvertently on Facebook watching a lot of like kids eat lemons for the first time videos, and like that's what I saw in you, right? Like it's the first time I've done something and I am freaking <laughs> out. So that's the reaction. That's amazing. Awesome. Mm. Okay, so what are what are the songs uh, from the show
0: that get the biggest reactions? Oh, uh, surprisingly, I I had no idea, but it was like the hit single is the largest number in the world. Okay, that and and Elemental P, Elemental P, and the largest number in the world are the two songs, and they're towards the ends of the musical that just get kids going crazy uh-huh. uh, I'm so surprised that the largest number in the world like because it was such a ridiculous song I didn't think that would be anything but it was just they go nuts uh-huh. they go,
1: so yeah. so what did you so this is this is interesting right from the artist's perspective what did you think was going to be the one that kids were going to get like totally into and then you're surprised by largest number in the world
0: Actually, I, I don't think that way about any of the songs. Uh-huh. I write songs because I like them. Like, uh, like I think, oh, this sounds, this sounds good to me. So, so that's it's a good song. And, and it's, it's something, okay, I can picture kids dancing to this. I can picture anyone dancing to this. This is the right tempo. This is the right key for me to sing in because my voice, that's really my vocal range. Mm-hmm. But I'm not thinking of, this is going to be the one where kids go the most nuts. No, no, because I can turn any song and, and tell them, okay, sing here. Actually, now that I've done this musical, now the next one that I'm working on is more, more – I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm working on another one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's called Monkey Monday's Adventures in Space. Oh, I'm in. Um, yeah. Okay, so how far are you along with that? Well, that's going to be released September
1: 21st, 2019. Okay, so we're booking that already for you to come back on this show to talk about that. Okay, great. We'll work on that uh, offline. Um,
0: Okay, so tell me about Dairy is Magic. (laughs) (laughs) When milk goes bad, it turns into yogurt, then it turns into cheese. And when cheese goes bad, it turns into eggs. Then you best be making an omelette. Perfect. All right. So this is just
1: like some examples of like what you're like, what you're doing. And and Superheroes was another one that we were really into because we happened to be in a little bit of a superhero phase. Um, So we were we were loving that song. Um, I I think I just like cannot recommend enough that folks should go out and see this and, and see you. Pull this off and, and watch you do this and and, tr- and for Marky Monday to, to rock their world. So before we get into so sort of the like videos and things that you're doing, what are the – so like I hear a ton of influences and usually I can easily sort of pick out people's influences when I'm listening to their music because, you know, uh, outside of the Beatles, like it's – they did it first and everything else kind of comes from that in a way, right? But so like you know the band Rancid? Yeah, of course. So, like, yeah. I, I hear a bunch of that. It's like punky, but poppy, right? Like, maybe a little Green Day. Um, what am I missing in terms of what influences you as a musician?
0: Well, it's interesting that you mentioned Rancid, because I remember touring across Canada with the punk band that we mentioned at the beginning of this program, and we we would listen to a lot of Rancid and a lot of punk music, so that was a huge influence. I've seen hundreds of punk bands in my time, and we performed hundreds of times everywhere, so uh, punk is a major influence, and so when you get into a song that you just mentioned, Superheroes, that is a ska song. Right, right you know like and ska is just reggae sped up and ska was before before reggae but uh so many influences we mentioned pearl jam like they were my favorite band growing up and uh, but i love i just love funk music yeah. like uh, anything that gets you going james brown and but i'm a lover of all kinds of music and I, I work with all different kinds of artists i've worked with thousands of people over the over the last 20 years uh, different musicians different talents people doing things different ways and i pick little things up along the way of how people like things and and then put them into what i'm doing you know uh-huh. so there's 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 rap involved too in in some of these songs as well right uh-huh. and and so like uh, Maestro Fresh West, I love old school rap. And- <laughs> that one's even new to me. And I think I know
1: things about that. That's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, so lots of different influences. Um, I love that you're into funk and, and like the just like sort of the, the place where they all come together, like punk and funk and like sort of like – big riff rock. I think that that in, an, in a nutshell is kind of like what Marky Monday's music is all about. Um, of course. and that's, and that's awesome. Okay. There so-
0: was another thing that I was thinking that uh, just to cut you off there, but yeah, uh, sure. about, about kids music I've, I'm finding when I look for kids music online, I find a lot of, uh, hokey pokey. And I'm not into that. I've never, been really into that and i remember actually before i started kids performing i read an article from sharon lois and bram and they they've had an illustrious career of children's performing and they were talking about how they just um they write music if they don't like it they're not going to put it out there and it they and a big part of it is is it is it something that we all love and I I don't know, I, I, I love rock music. I love heavy stuff. So I'm going to write heavier stuff. Yeah, totally.
1: And, And it's, and it's awesome. And it resonates for someone like me who's like, uh, you know, that's also where I land. I land on funk and I land on like smashing pumpkins were my favorite band. And like, I love Pearl Jam, you know, like the three songs I mentioned are like in high rotation always. Um, okay, cool. So tell me a
0: little bit about Marky Monday and music videos. Well, Marky Monday, every song has a music video uh-huh. and video is a huge component of the Marky Monday performance because Marky Monday is interacting with video the whole time. So essentially you're like watching a movie with a live person in front of this movie mm-hmm. directing what's going on. Right. And, and so video is huge, huge with Marky Monday. Cool. And yeah. you have a YouTube channel. Yes, yes, Marky Monday. <laughs> obviously, right? Branding, yeah. it's the thing. Um, yeah.
1: So I just want to say I'm going to toot my own horn just for a second. But like you know, the reason why I started doing this is because I don't like the like A, B, C, D, blah, 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 right? So like talking to all of the amazing people that I talk to like you for the show – is uh, hopefully a resource to people to find something that they would gravitate to. So I know, like, all the rocker dads out there are, are going to listen to you and I talk, and they'll be like, Rancid? Pearl Jam? Like, there's a guy who can, like, put this all together in, like, a palatable family style? Like, that's why that's why I do the things you do, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you about this. So we've covered a lot of ground... Um, I, I do think that when, uh, when, uh, Marky Monday goes to space, we will get back together. I think that's That's a guarantee. (laughs) But, um, so Marky, how do we, how do we find you? How do we follow you?
0: If you just go online and search for Marky Monday, M A R K Y Monday, you will find the dot com. You'll find the album. You'll find YouTube. You'll find Twitter. You'll find Instagram, everything. Just Marky Monday. It's very easy. Nice.
1: Okay. Well, Marky, uh, thank you for sharing just about everything from best karaoke song to why dairy is magic to riffs to, uh, you know, traveling the country as part of a, of a punk band. It's been really awesome talking to you. And I can't thank you enough for reaching out to begin with, to give us this opportunity.
0: No, thanks, Mike. You're the best. Um... (laughs) Awesome.
1: You're the best. Thanks again to Marky Monday. Hope you liked that. Hope you enjoyed that dip into the world of Marky Monday and adventures in dreamland. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me, Mike at goodstuffpod.com for email at goodstuffpod. For social media, you can check out my website. It's got all of the past episodes, goodstuffpod.com. There are many. If you wanted to leave a review, that'd be awesome. You know, leave a review on the old Apple Podcasts. That would be very, very, very appreciated. Look for another episode coming later this week. And, you know, like, let's listen to some Marky Monday. Here is Chick Chick Chicken and Superheroes from Marky Monday's album, Adventures in Dreamland. Thanks a lot. Talk to you very, very soon.
0: stuff.